giving our glory honor to God. I hope you guys are having a great day. Bringing you another podcast episode from now. Believe mentoring so far. I thank you guys for all the support. I thank you guys for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. The vision is simple. The vision is to touch as many lives as possible, help as many lives as possible, bring change and healing and wholeness to as many as many lives as possible. Um, today I have a very special, very beautiful, very intelligent guest um and who just so happened to live with me um my wife um you guys will know her as diamond um and i brought her on today to to do episodes specifically just about marriage to talk about marriage to talk about the experience to talk about you know what it takes you know what it was like before um we even got to this point um in our lives and we may not we may do a part two we're not going to do all of it right now I i would like to break it up into segments but we'll see. We'll see where the Lord takes us. Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm listening to all these great things you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Talking to me? Yes. Yes, I'm talking <laughs> to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm talking to you. So, um, typically, I'm normally the one that will start on these type of things. But, you know, I want to give you the opportunity to kick things off. Um, and I'll just start with just the question of what do you believe keeps a marriage happy and healthy Mm. well i feel like it's the top three things for me is going to be patience consideration and willingness to grow Hmm. that's good Um, stuff that those are the gonna be the three top things of course we could break them down but you'll get to them later on but that's what keeps a marriage you know patience you have to understand that um you're human. You're human and your partner's human. You're mm-hmm. gonna make mistakes. Absolutely. Say things, things are gonna happen. But you have to be willing to have forgiveness and move forward and literally move forward, not hold on to grudges and um basically lash out on each other for past experiences that are irrelevant because we already talked about it, right? And then of course consideration, considering your feelings, your partner's feelings. Um, being honest about your feelings, being uh, emotionally mature enough to be able to um, communicate your feelings properly in a healthy way without yelling and throwing stuff at each other, right? And, <laughs> you know, doing it out of love and saying, hey, you know, no offense, but what you said to me, you know, hurt my feelings. Um, and it, I didn't, it didn't feel well in my spirit the way you raised your voice to me that day. I didn't like how you had that attitude. I didn't like how you said that. And I don't like how you spoke to me that way in front of those people. So it's just certain things you have to um, know how to communicate thoroughly and just be considerate of your partner's feelings and know they're a whole other human being. So even if it wasn't offensive to you, it may have been offensive to them. And then what was the one I said? Um, patience, consideration, and uh, what was the other one? Oh yeah, willing to grow. So once you know those things, you have to be willing to take what your partner tells you and apply it consistently. Right. And so that they can trust you to do what you say you're gonna do. So yeah, that's that makes or breaks a relationship right there. Absolutely. That's, that's the top three for me. Yeah. That's a lot of a lot of great information. Um, right. A lot of things Keep have been simple. said. I guess the hardest, but you know, even with all those things, a lot of us know those things, but the, the hard part is actually applying them Doing to them. marriage. <laughs> the hard part is applying them to your life. And Absolutely. I think that's the biggest part. You know, we know these things so well, but then it's like in the heat of the moment, 
the patience, the consideration, the understanding, the willing to listen, all that just it just goes out the door because we allow the aspects of anger and other emotions the flesh, to yeah. get in the way of what we truly should be doing. And so it's like we can't mm-hmm. forget. Um, and I, I think I said this on Snapchat. I said we can't forget that every time we're communicating that we're still talking to another human being, even mm-hmm. even if we're right about what we're saying and we're stating nothing but the facts we still Mm got to put ourselves in the other person's shoes Mm -hmm. and we have to be mindful of what we say and how we say it because your message can be clear and it can it can start out really pure but then your your tone and your voice can distort it your Mm -hmm. your your tone and your voice can make that person you know become offended and now instead of hearing you they don't hear you they're getting they upset. They're getting more <laughs> right. frustrated. And the only thing that they're doing is listening to respond instead of <laughs> being engaged in, you know, the conversation that mm-hmm. should have been had on mutual right. ground from one human being to another. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm upset at you, I, I still understand that you're my husband. Even mm-hmm. though I'm upset at you, I still understand that you're my wife. And, and according to the standards of God, this is the way that I got to treat you. This is the way that I got to love you. And that, that, I believe, is what we truly have to get back to. We have to get back to not a what I believe and what you believe, but what God has said and let that Absolutely. be the foundation because yes. that's where the solid ground is constantly at. It's in the things that God has said. But I think a lot of marriages, you know, they, they're, they're, they're drowning because they are going from a what God said to a personal opinion. Oh, that's good. And so it's like... Mm-hmm. They, they are taking everything that really matters, just throwing it out the door and just mm-hmm. going off script. They basically yeah. ab-libbing. They ab-libbing at this point. And, so and it causes a lot more confusion. It causes a lot yes. more um, damage, a lot more turmoil, you know, um, in marriages. And so... <clears throat> and that's what I always tell people, too, not to cut you off, but it's like, you know, when you start a job, what do they give you? The first thing they give you? A um, handbook, uh, right? A handbook. Most times, handbook. most times. I don't know. Oh, yeah, every, every if it's a good job, <laughs> I don't know about McDonald's and them, but they're supposed to, by law, give you a handbook because it has to be written. You have to have something in writing that tells you your obligations and your duties as a worker, your rules you have to follow. They have to all be, you know, uh, communicated to you. You, know, you can't just fire me and I had no guidance, no manual uh, to what I'm supposed to be doing up in here. So it's the same thing with marriage. You know, the Bible is our guide for a lot of things, but mostly marriage. God talks about marriage a lot. Monogamous uh, marriage, I guess I put it that way. Um, <laughs> nowadays, everybody want to be with everybody. He talks about, you know, a unity, and he talks about how a husband should treat his wife and how a wife should treat her husband. And people have this misconception that uh, women are just these submissive slaves to their husbands and they have to have this, you know, small-minded mentality and just blindly uh, just follow the husband. And they they take it all out of perception. Like you said, they be ad-libbing it. They take parts out of it that they like, which is making the man the provider, right? Making him do everything and then you still only home and you do nothing and you take care of the kids. But it's not, it's not just that. Marriage is more than just that. It's really a partnership. And the Bible is that manual. So you don't, nobody just throws you on a job and and expects you to just know what you're doing. You know, even if you, no matter how much you love a person, it can still fall apart if you don't have that guide. And I think that's what people are truly missing is the spiritual guide to keeping a marriage together. Because you're going to go through a lot of spiritual warfare against your marriage. Because, of course, God honors it. So anything God honors, what's the devil do? He hates gonna it. come try to tear apart. 
he wants to tear it apart and he knows exactly he knows you so well he knows you so well the devil knows you so well he knows exactly what he can do um and put it in your spirit and you could be mad one day for no reason next thing you know you y'all arguing and you don't know why you're arguing and, and now y'all leaving the house and one person going somewhere you go on the other and it's just turmoil right so it's you need your guide. People can't be out here out of the marriage just because y'all like the title, just because y'all like the way it sounds, the way it look on Facebook. Oh, I got the ring. I'm better than the rest of y'all. No, like that has nothing to this ring is is materialistic. This ring is just a physical symbol of what our vows and our commitment to each other is supposed to be. But it's definitely not the foundation and it's definitely not going to keep us together because I can take this ring off at any minute and throw it right. at you and go all the rest of my life. And now that vow is broken. So we have to really get back to the guide that is going to keep us together. And yeah, that's just the main thing. You just can't do a job without having your manual. You can't okay. build something without knowing how to build it. Nobody just puts somebody on a construction site and say, hey, have at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, just build it to what, your understanding. It takes a, but again, it goes back to the patience. It goes back to the consideration. And we're still in your top three. It goes back to the willingness because, yeah. you know, marriage is something that people sign up for because they love the idea, but they don't understand the work that comes with it. Marriage is something that you never take off for. You, you, don't, you don't get a vacation. You don't get a, you don't get a day to where you just be like, you know what? I'm not being husband today. I'm, single today. I'm not being wife today. <laughs> like I'm gonna just do what I want to do because wow. again, marriage is a lifelong commitment. And I think sure truly is. that's what people, um, they Amen. fail to realize in the moment, like in the moment it's exciting. We think uh -huh. about the big wedding, but it's everything oh, yeah. after, you know, I, I think a pastor did a whole, um, series or like a, um, he did this conference where he said, um, after the I do, you know, and it was a lot of great things that they talked about um, oh, in that yeah. conference. But I remember, um, and I think you mentioned something about the past, you know, and I want to definitely talk on that. And this will probably be the last talking point that we get to. Like I said, we don't want to give them too much at one time, babe. They might, they might want us here all night. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll try at least give them 20 minutes of, of this good stuff. Um, but you, you mentioned the past. Um, another reason marriages failed is because people get married and they still be married to their past as well. Mm -hmm. God, it's good. And it's like oh, yeah. they it's like they 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 trying to move forward with somebody else and step into this future with somebody else. But then your past still got a chain around your neck. Mm -hmm. A lot of marriages fail not because the two people couldn't potentially work is because people get married before they deal with the giants in their lives. People oh, yeah. get married before they are prepared emotionally and mm -hmm. mentally for the things that's going to come along with it and you know um i talked about this on snapchat as well i said we have to change the narrative of what single is and what it really means and get down to the true definition of it and i tell people i say yes you can be physically single but emotionally and mentally you can still be in a relationship with somebody because you are still investing that time emotionally oh, yeah. mentally thinking about this person craving their attention wanting them sexually soul ties and oh. it's just like you have physically moved on but if somebody were to come into your life it's going to be a confusion it's going to be a mix up there because that person cannot occupy that special place within you because somebody else already there you know what i mean and so Absolutely. it's like people will get into relationships and even eventually get married not realizing hey you can't go you can't skip the process i understand that 
you want the blessing. I understand that you want what God promised you. And it's like people will begin to hate the process because they desperately want the blessing. But what God be trying to show us is that I'm trying to take you through the process because the blessing is on the end of it. And so mm -hmm. they, they go hand in hand. And so a lot of marriages fail because of past. Not because of what's currently going on, not because of, of what the other person potentially could be doing. Now, sometimes that is the case because it's either both are not ready or sometimes that one person is not ready. And because yeah. of that, it, it causes a lot of confusion. Like, for example, you know, you had a past of, of, of trust issues because people lying to you and, and, and you know, never being honest about mm -hmm. where they at and what, they, what they're doing. So yeah. you move on, you get into this relationship, never dealing with those things, those trust issues. And so you get a husband or you get a wife who's honest with you and who's who's who's, who's trustworthy and who's shown mm -hmm. that with their actions. And so He's every sick. time they leave the house, <laughs> you know, you, you get in this, you get this anxiety. Every time yep. they're gone too long, you get this anxiety. Every time they don't text you or every time you call them and they don't answer the phone, you get this anxiety. And mm -hmm. so now you're going to text them. You're going to act crazy. Oh, I know you at this bee house. And oh, I know you over here doing this. That's why you answer mm -hmm. the whole time they at a coffee shop. You know what I mean? And so again, right. you ain't fighting the <laughs> person. Bible study. You fight your past. It could be a Bible study. That's what I'm saying. So you you fight your past mm. more than you is fighting the person in your relationship. And ultimately, mm -hmm. the, the, the marriage will fail and it will end because we don't tie up those loose ends we don't shut those doors like we're supposed to and again it mm -hmm. just it just hinders so much and i remember oh, yeah. myself you know when me when me and you first got together and when we got married and everything you know i had a hard time receiving you as that great woman in my life because it wasn't something that i was used to it was a lot of things that i was skeptical about but of course i didn't latch out on you it was just things that i prayed to god about it was things that i talked right. to myself about because i just had to get understanding like okay this is a different woman you know what i mean but i you know when i met you you coming into my life it helped me realize just how much my past had, oh, yeah. had played an effect on my mental mm. and, and my emotions because oh, even yeah. after meeting you there was still certain fears even after meeting you there was still certain things that i was just kind of too hesitant to do which you know we talked about i sent you a long message one day early in the morning while i'm walking down the street past turner school <laughs> but anyway we talked about it and so it's just like i i understand how easy it is that you know your past will keep you from the clear goal of Absolutely. what you truly want and again that's why god say so many things it's why god tells us hey stay away run away from from sexual things because sexual things it, it, it'll tie you to somebody and it'll cause so much damage and so much hurt and then years down the line you got to go through all this this process of finding yourself because you lost yourself in a moment because you thought a one night stand was just going to be a quick hookup and now you had three kids by this person you never wanted to be with them you never saw life with them but now you're stuck with them in your mind and now you're trying to find a way to make it work but the whole time you're empty on the inside there's a void because this person was never somebody that you wanted to see yourself right. with but that's how it happens and so now mm -hmm. we emotionally tied to somebody we, we're getting abused we are we are experiencing so many different things in something that again if we had to just listen to the lord stayed away from it minded our own business and mm -hmm. you know the lord just be trying to protect us you know people think the lord is saying these things just to you control know try you. to control and dictate but no and, and you know and I, and I think me and you talked about this i said just imagine if we had done things differently just imagine how far we would be like like if we mm -hmm. look at our way of doing 
getting out here in these streets, doing things early, having children early. We ain't even we don't even, we barely even know the person that we having kids with. Mm-hmm. We are we are just hooking up with people. We we out here just just being reckless, just being reckless. Yeah. And and the Lord is just simply saying, hey, I need you to be careful. Hey, I need I need you to to have some self control in the way that you live because there are some things out here that wants to attach itself to you. There are some things out here that want to destroy you, that want to rob and, and kill, steal, and destroy. Like it's some things out here that's ready to come against you in the moment of your vulnerability, in the moment of your brokenness, in the moment of that trauma. You know, your whole life changed because you didn't guard your heart like the Lord told you to. Thus, here we are. We get married. And all our damage and all our brokenness and all our emotional um, instability, we, we get married. And yeah. then it don't last a year, don't last six months. We didn't spend 20 grand on the wedding, but we should have spent that money on a counselor. That's good too. We should have spent that <laughs> money on getting our minds together, getting our Therapist. emotions together and making sure that we are ready. Because again, if your past is in a way, you can never be the best version of yourself. Absolutely. You can never love the next person because you're in pieces. You're in pieces, so you got to go find what pieces you can and try to give it to that person. But you can only do so much because the moment that other person do something, it's going to trigger something from your past. It's going to trigger you and it's going to be something related to your past that's going to cause a big argument. It's going to cause some type of something. And now everything is unhealthy. Now there's no communication. Now y'all laying in the bed looking at each other on, on your phones, no intimate time, no nothing because it's always something that's happening. But what you got to say about all that? I mean, yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, you can't, you can't expect to go forward when you're going backwards. You can't go both. You know, it's like trying to fast forward a movie and rewind it at the same time. You just can't. <laughs> I mean, you have to <laughs> choose which direction gonna go forward or you're gonna go backwards i mean that, that's just what it comes down to but it also just comes down to like um that's emotional maturity you know there's a lot of emotional immature people in this world i don't care how old you are you can be as young as 20 as old as 50 and you still don't have control over your emotions and your oh, feelings yeah, and that comes with having of course the holy spirit but people don't want them no more babe we don't want the Lord in their life. The only way you can have a control over your thoughts is you have to have some type of belief foundation. You have to have somebody you believe in. You know, I choose God. You know, I choose Jesus, the Holy Spirit. I choose, you know, my Lord and Savior. But, you know, some people want to do it on their own. And you got to realize your mind will wonder and it will wonder. And the devil loves a wondering, wondering, wondering? Yeah, wondering mind. mind. Basically, a yes. mind that's all over the place. He likes a, a mind that he can control and manipulate and put things in and then you gonna just accept it because oh well i thought or you know i got the strong feeling in my spirit this is what it ain't no strong spirit you're feeling your spirit is your flesh is over here having a party inside your head because at the end of the day if you don't have the foundation of god and prayer and meditation and healthy coping mechanisms in your life then everything you touch is going to fall always have a point in any relationship where you're going to blow up and you're going to be easily tempered and impatient and all those things that a relationship is supposed to be is going to go straight out the window so I just always tell myself you know what keeps me most is just praying praying with my partner if we're not equally yoked then we can't do anything you know we both have to be on the same page which I told you the other day you know I felt like something was hindering our growth and hindering our um, our next chapter in our life and I was like man it's supposed to so strong like I'm my faith is in it you know I'm ready so what's 
if we're not equally yoked that we can't grow as a couple we can never get to where we're trying to be if somebody else is still holding on to past anxieties and insecurities and things of that sort we have to walk into the boldness of children of God and understanding who we serve at the end of the day and knowing that God is going to keep us regardless of how we may feel it's okay to have a bad day we all have bad days but you don't take it out on your partner you don't start coming up with stuff that happened back in 2008 and start trying to apply it to your new life stop comparing your new partner to your old one stop thinking that your new life is your old life stop you know of course take those old lessons and apply them to your life absolutely apply the lessons but don't take the experiences and try to mush them together with your new experience and expect that to be a growing healthy relationship because it's never going to work you got to understand you know marriage when you marry somebody you're new beings you're a whole new being y'all are one you're united you know you're no longer my little boo thing my little entanglement you are my 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 life really you know you're like the second thing to god that's a very high stature to put somebody on is to be second to god what is god and of course your husband the wife the children right so you're the next best thing to the lord and savior and so you're at a very high value and you can't just you can't just neglect that you have a duty to fulfill and your duty most likely is going to be spiritual growth and you have to understand that growth comes with again taking past experiences taking the lesson and applying it stop doing the same thing over and over again stop being reckless stop being immature and understand that um basically at the end of the day you know marriage is all about growth we're gonna be growing with each other until the day we die you're gonna be growing with another human being <laughs> until the day both of you leave this earth it's gonna be a constant growth you're both gonna go through changes spirit if you're not growing then god's not in it <laughs> i guess i put it that way and so yes the past can hinder you but the, that just comes with the growth baby you know like i said you can't definitely can't bring it in in the marriage that's why I was happy that, you know, I had the luxury of marrying someone who took time and got themselves together before they dragged me into their foolishness and their life uh, that was going on in their past because I don't have insecurities. I don't have to worry about what you're doing. I don't got to worry about, oh, is she still in the picture? Or, oh, are you still out here doing this? Or, oh, are you out here doing this? And those, those worries, which I thank God for because there's a lot of people who do. I mean, y'all straight, y'all fresh in the marriage and y'all y'all be here worrying about what the other person doing behind your back. And y'all haven't made it a year yet. You know, I don't, I thank God that I have someone I can trust. You know, you're consistent, you know, and you don't bring that baggage from your old relationship to the new one. And you understand that I'm a new person. And yeah, I mean, it come naturally. You know, at first we all have our fears, right? But eventually you got to get over the fears. That's what I'm exactly. saying. You got to move forward. You can't just exactly. hold on to it in the whole marriage. You lashing out the person because they down the street is for one like come on now <laughs> man you just can't keep doing it and you have to realize that um yeah man you're just with a new person and marriage is more than you know the, like i said the title everybody wants that title so bad oh i'm wifey oh y'all out here being single baby mamas but i'm wifey so i'm better than y'all it, 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 people just especially on facebook that's why i delete facebook there's just too many women who think just because you have that title just because you have the name wife that makes you a wife and it is not just because you have the title husband doesn't automatically make you the leader Oh, that's good. Mm. There's a lot of men who think just because they're the husband, they're uh, automatically uh, the leader. I'm going to tell you something. You're yeah. trying to get us to go into this hour. But we're not going to go into all you. that. No, it's but a whole other video. That's a whole other video. I'm so just saying. Just stay on it was, it was in my spirit. I, 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 no, no, no. I had to put it in. Where you going with this? You know, we're going to leave it on that note. On a high note. On a high note. We're going to leave it there. 
everything that but you're yeah, saying man, that's is so that's accurate. And I want I want to add I want to piggyback. You know, as as a pastor, be saying you know me and you, Doc. I want to piggyback on two <laughs> things that you said to me, and you know, you said something about not allowing your past to affect your future and your relationships. You know, your past should affect you, but in a positive note. You mean yeah. when you go through things, it's natural to have a an a, a reaction to whatever you're experiencing. That's just like putting your yeah. hand on the stove. It's natural that you're gonna get burned. Like everybody knows you're gonna get burned. But the thing of it is, is the knowledge that you should get that comes yes. from it. Like when you put your hand on the stove, the knowledge that you should have received is, I know not to do that again. Oh, it's good. <laughs> so when you go through certain things, the knowledge should be telling you what you should and should not do. You see, Absolutely. the problem with people is that people allow their experiences um, and they shut the down and now mm-hmm. you can't take nothing again now you don't know how to break down what you've mm-hmm. experienced because you pretend like okay i'm not hurt i'm I, i'm bothered right. I'm that it happened but i'm good overall and then you spend the next five years of your life being angry but you want to accept the fact that you're angry because of what somebody did you're angry because things didn't work out at all the you put in you're scarred and you traumatized because of your experiences but what god is trying to do is that he's trying to show us that these experiences is supposed to lead and guide you and to steer clear to help you steer clear of people who were just like the people that you used to talk to for prime Mm -hmm. example if i talk to somebody if i talk to three people and in these three people i always found inconsistency and that inconsistency let these people wasn't really into me and that they had two and three other people that they were talking to so when i meet this fourth person and they do the same thing where i see the in- in- inconsistencies they're barely answering the phone they only answer certain times of the day due to my past three experiences i'm gonna know again here's the knowledge i'm gonna know i need to solve because times but as in people people choose to ignore these things and they think well different face different case but what we have to understand is we have to understand what is spiritually attached to a person. Just mm-hmm. because they are a different person doesn't mean that they're not experiencing the same inner turmoil, turmoil that those last three people that you met was Absolutely. experiencing. And mm-hmm. so that's just something to just take away. Your life is supposed to teach you what to do and what not to do because mm-hmm. that's what we expect. Expect our children, you know, to do what? Grow and learn. But yet we as a, as adults, we just throw that away in our adult life. And we mm-hmm. allow life to beat us down, we know to it kick all. us down, and to keep us down. And, and and again, we have the same expectation. Oh, honey, you know, son, you're supposed to just learn and you're supposed to do this, but we can't even apply it to our own lives. But anyway, I need to hear that. Mm-hmm. The second point that I want to make. Right. <laughs> you know, one, one of the keys, you mentioned three. I'm just going to mention one for me is that married if you don't know how to love don't get married if you don't know how to love and i'm not Mm -hmm. talking about a love that comes from this world that comes from flesh that's come from a conditional place what i'm talking about man is the god kind of love the love that god has for us god has given us the ability to have that same love for the people here in this earth and that is the love that you in order to have a successful healthy marriage on top of everything that my wife has mentioned if you don't know how to love don't get married and what's man you have to know how to be selfless on all occasions you have to know that it's it's not about winning the fight sometimes you gotta bow down and just say baby you right baby i'm like you ain't did nothing wrong because when it comes to love it's, it's you always got to know that it's about the partnership when it comes to love you always got to know that it's about the healthiness of your relationship 
and you cannot allow anything to get in the way of that and so I, I, I see so often in relationships where you know you and you and your spouse having a terrible day y'all got into a terrible argument but now y'all don't want to love each other now nobody wants to cook now nobody wants to sit in the living room and eat now nobody wants to you know because again we are coming out of love and we're going into self and wherever there there's flesh and wherever there's flesh there's selfishness and wherever there's mm -hmm. selfishness you can't maintain the balance of love because again the flesh and the spirit constantly fights against one another and so if you are going to a healthy long marriage you got to know how to love you got to know how to forgive because and in also, love there is I'm forgiveness sorry, Exactly. Oh, that's what I was saying. You have to know what love is. I mean, that's really what the main thing. A lot of people don't know what love is. And I think it kind of roots from a, a lot of things, you know, in life, whether it's past relationships, through the way you're raised, the way your parents are. You know, a lot of people don't know what the expectations are for love. Like, love is so many things. And I think it's Philippians is what is the one that explains what love is. Um, what's that, that verse? Well, I think you're going to get it. You know, love is... Uh, Kind-hearted and patient, and kind, and yeah, proud. all that stuff. It's a, it's a long, long verse. Um, don't hold grudges. <laughs> some, some, it's, it's pretty much. Yeah. It's so, and that's it. But that's all you need. If you just read that one Bible <laughs> verse, it, it, it basically is the foundation of what oh, yeah. love is and what marriage is supposed to be. So I was putting that in there because I, I saw a post on Facebook, you know, before I delete it, um, that said, um, "Women love unconditionally." But a man only loves a woman when she can offer something. And I was like, That's the most retarded huh? thing I ever heard. That's the most retarded thing. I, I ever hear heard. it both ways. I hear it both ways. It goes both. Because it, it's, it's another not, post that says, Oh, men love unconditionally, and women only love men no, when they can offer them no, money. And that's again, not love. That goes from, First of uh, all. <laughs> again, that's, that's a worldly place. That's, that's a, a worldly, worldly place. place, yeah. So. Even, look, no, the Bible says this. You know, it said, Husbands love your wives as christ loved the church why is that in there if it wasn't possible the bible says like your husbands why is it in there if it's, if, if it's not possible we're supposed to love so basically i'll break it down this way instead of going the wrong way the lord is showing us that unconditional love through him is possible because marriage came through him so the only way that marriage can be successful is through him so that means that we're able and capable to love unconditionally both sides both ways without any of these other aspects that people are trying to say oh well it's conditional no 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 it's conditional because you're dealing with worldly people it's conditional because you're dealing with people who only wants to do right and be right when you're doing right and being right and God never called us to that type of life God said well he said treat people how you want to be treated God is telling us that hey you are to love unconditionally and you are never to come out of that realm just imagine if jesus had had fell into his emotions and started doing people how people was doing him just imagine if, if if jesus had aborted mission midway because he got tired of the abuse and got tired of people doing things so jesus in his human flesh and in, in his human body was able to be that example and to show us that hey with god all things are possible that's what he said so that means that with God, we can get to a, a place of unconditional love that comes without stipulations because love that comes with conditions will never be love. That's just like if I were to give, say, hey, here's a gift, but you got to do this. That automatically voids it being a gift because a gift is something that is free. Wow, this is it. All right, listen. So in all in all, the main point in all these things, and, and you know, she mentioned something about 
what love really is. I actually did a podcast. It's about 10 minutes. I did one last week on what love is and how love is proven. And you guys can go and listen to that. Like I said, it's about maybe 10, but it, it gets down to the valid point that she mentioned just now on what love is. And so I'm going to bring her back um, for part two for what is marriage. And I think that's what I'm going to title this episode. What is marriage? And um, I thank you guys for tuning in. You know, we, me and her, we, we are we are some talks a lot, okay? We, we will talk y'all <laughs> to death, you know, and I have to control her because she'll just get, she'll, the Holy Spirit will oh, hit wow. her and then she'll get to talking and just, just going on and on and on. I'm like, babe, we got to leave something for the next episode because we ain't going to have nothing to talk about. We just don't even do another episode. We ain't going to have nothing to talk about. We all talk about it here and now. But anyway, I think um, big shout out to my wife for just taking the time out, even though she got to go to work here in a minute for doing this episode um i was very excited that she agreed to do it but what is marriage guys you know that's what this 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 whole little series that we're gonna do i will probably i'll probably make it a three-part series um just for the just for the sake of it um but i thank you guys and we will be back another episode Peace.